Hey, can I tell you the song right off the top of my head that I think should be our opener? Yes. Our closer? Um, the final song from the School of Rock. <laughs> Baby, we were making straight A's. No, no, but... but hey, we were stuck one. in the dumb days. The one that actually... I don't won, know though. the next line. Kick some ass! <laughs> And if you're gonna be a teacher's pet, doom, 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 doom. Who then you better forget? Doom, doom, doom. Rocking <laughs> Rocking a rhyme. I'm gonna get you to school all time. Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated sports podcast in the history of professional sports podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Live from the 8. 1, 5. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Everybody in the car, so come on, let's ride to the liquor store. Live from the 815 Podcast, episode 63. It's the same three guys. It's Colton. That's me. It's Sam. Sam, what's up? What's going on, Colton? Jake, what's going on, buddy? Hey. Hey, Sam and Colton. Hey. I like that. And it's Jake. Sam, Jake, how are you doing? Yeah, Sam took your intro from you. So uh, Sam, I have one thing in this life that makes me happy, and that's... It's the intro. And you literally I took, ruined it all. You took half of it. Yeah, you really caught me off guard. I felt vulnerable. There. It really pissed but, me yeah, off. Yeah, I'm here. Ready to start classic episode number 63. Remember when we did athletes numbers for episodes, then we just stopped doing that? Yeah. I don't, <laughs> 63, I don't know. 63. Yeah, 60s are lame. If we figure it out, um, I, don't, I don't even care anymore. Whatever. <laughs> so, boys, what's happening in the world of sports? Uh, the Bears played. The Packers didn't. You guys want to talk about the uh, battle you had with the New England Patriots? Some calling it the uh, guaranteed Super Bowl preview. Uh, Sam, start it off. Well, we we started off uh, the day first place in the division. Um, that was probably the best five minutes, and then it ended with us being last place in the division. Um I mean, I, I didn't actually have a chance to watch it. I listened to it on the radio time while I was at work. But um, I, from what I could tell, it was just it was just bad throws. Mitch Trubisky started off slow. The defense just couldn't come together. They couldn't bring it together. They were pushing Max injury. I feel like they were going to his side a lot. Um, it was just, I mean, what can you say? The Patriots are a good team. This was a guaranteed loss before the start of the year for us, and it was a loss. Like, I'm not, I'm not freaking out about it. We, we should still be upset that we lost to Brock fourth that should be the problem not not this Patriots loss is so much as that um expecting this loss so I, I don't know Colton what'd you think well um it was it was one of the games preseason whether we were good or not um we were gonna lose so the whole time I was I was like well, okay this is whatever yeah dump pass touchdown cool pick cool I don't care and then the Hail Mary happened and once that <laughs> was caught I had an entire game of built-up emotion that I like, like hit away, just come out, and I thought he scored. I thought he was just going to turn around and fall two feet forward, but instead he was stopped, and I was just heartbroken. And I wish he just got sacked. I really do. <laughs> yeah, that 
That was a hard... I've never seen a game end with a Hail Mary that is caught, but down at the one-yard line. That is that is heartbreaking. <laughs> like, I, I've never... Have you ever seen that? Not Any in other? my 24 years of covering football on a podcast have I ever seen that ever once, ever. Yeah, we have like almost 70 years of watching football, of being, or at least being alive on this podcast. <laughs> and those 70 combined years, we've never seen anything like that. I will guarantee you my dad was like watching football while watching me as a, like a newborn baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's a good take from you, Sam, is that you didn't take, take anything away from this game because Trubisky is pretty much the same as what he was last week. I didn't, my opinion didn't change. He had the two bad throws in the end zone. Uh, people aren't really talking about it, but it was two passes dropped by Patriots, hit him in the chest. And this is from the five yard line. He's making these passes. So, and on both plays, the Bears ended up scoring touchdowns. Those are just plays you cannot ever make. I mean, he, a lot of Marcus Mariota just threw his first red zone interception of his career. Like, you can't make those mistakes in the red zone. That's something you got to clear up right now. Yeah, he's had a couple of those, too, this year, where it's, it's kind of been some crucial moments, crucial times, oh. and here's a pick. And um, I, I was talking to you guys about this a little bit before the podcast, but my, my best comparison for him is is right now is uh Jameis Winston it's just he's got this athleticism he he can make plays on his feet he can make these incredible throws he's got arm strength he's got you know this and that he's just very I mean to me and maybe Colton you can kind of agree with that or I, I don't know what you think about that but he's just very consistent you see a quarter where it's like wow this this is like this is our guy this is sweet you know obviously he had the game against the Bucks. he goes for six you're excited you move on and he's you know, last week in the second half against the Dolphins, you think he's the best. And this is kind of the same stuff where first, you know, first half, he looks terrible. He looks terrible. Um, and I think he did, he threw a second or he threw a pick in the, in the second half as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's just, he's very inconsistent. He has his moments. He has these great throws. He has these great runs. And, um, you know, in the end, I'm not, I'm not killing him over this game, but he's definitely inconsistent. Yeah. A lot of his throws are just bad. Like, there was one pick um, that was a really good play this week, but other than that, most of his picks are just bad throws that cornerbacks are professional football players and they make a catch. But yeah, there's just I like I was saying earlier, he probably he had like three just like terrible throws and then like seven like just missed throws. Um, yeah, yeah. It, like if he makes half of those, he he can probably get rid of like one pick a game maybe. Um, and then there's, I'd say there's like two or three plays that if that were like big play potential, if he makes a throw, he just, he just didn't make a throw that, that pick where he was throwing to Anthony Miller on the left, just throw it over him, throw it ahead of the guy, put some air under it. And that's a touchdown. No one's over the top. The only thing you can't do is, is under throw it. And that's exactly what he did. Um, but I have been emotionally and financially invested in, in Mitch Trubisky. Uh, he's my face football quarterback. I think about when I go to bed, so he can do no wrong. So after all this, he's basically my my baby boy, and it's it's basically like when you have if you have like a dog and literally all he does all day is shit all over your carpet. Then he throws up in your bedroom, and then he pees all over your couch, and you're just so mad for like 14 hours. But then at the at the end of the night, he does one cute thing and he like curls up with you in bed, and you're like, oh, I love my dog so much, and I don't want any other dog. Every other dog can die. Just kidding. I, I, I love every dog. I want everyone. I want everyone to live forever who has a dog, but my dog's the best. 
And that's basically what I think of uh, Mitch Trubisky. Can I? I actually loved that. <laughs> can I ask you. what does this does this change anything for how I feel about the Bears in the division? Like when you compare, like you look at the Lions who have three actually you know pretty good wins where they beat the Dolphins that the Bears lost to, they beat the Patriots, they beat the Packers. And then you look at the Packers who have beat us and, and the Vikings. <laughs> yeah, isn't that that's very weird actually? And then the Vikings who are starting, I think maybe to find the rhythm. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. They had a uh, a great win against the Jets means kind of nothing, but the Jets are three and three. So, um, where do you feel that we sit in the division right now? I think right now the division is is as competitive as I thought preseason. But if you look at each team, they they've each looked really good in some games and looked really bad in some games. Like I'm not terrified of any of them. Obviously I'm scared of Aaron Rodgers, but I'm not scared of the Packers, you know? And then also yeah. in, in a, a bye week, I was, I was doing some, some uh, reflecting on my thoughts on, on the Packers. Um, I think they have purposely been having a mediocre to bad defense. So when it's the end of this end of the uh, game, the uh, Rodgers always gets the ball back because they just give up a score. It's on purpose. Yeah, it's on purpose. We've been so bad in the second half. It's a conspiracy theory. I looked at uh, the schedules of the Bears, Packers, and even the Vikings. The Bears, honestly, seem destined to an 8-8 eight and eight season to me. Could be 9-7, and seven, though. And that could be a wild card. So uh, if I just run through it really quick, because there's not that many games. Jets and those are wins. You got the mm. Lions twice. I'm having you split those. Mm. I'm having you split you, you lose in, in Detroit, you win in Chicago. Then you got the Vikings that lost. Giants in New York, I'm giving you a win. You got the Rams, that's a, a loss. You got the Packers in Chicago. That's the one that takes you from 8-8 eight and eight to 9-7, and seven, but that's also going to be a huge game for the Packers. And then you got the Niners, and you're going to win that. If you do exactly what I just said, in all those games, that's who you're going to pick in that game, you'll be 8-8. Eight and eight. So. It's so it's so crazy though. I can't even look for like I don't know. Maybe Colton, you can, but I I can't look that far in advance right now. I can't. We're such an inconsistent team. I feel like that it's it's hard for me to be like, oh yeah, well in this game this will happen and we'll win this way. Um, we just we're so inconsistent because our defense looked like the best defense to ever be created in the first three weeks, and then you know we kind of shit that a little sense. I've just seen this song and dance from the Packers like the last five six years where we suck in the beginning and then we fix it up and we end up with nine, 10, 11 wins. And then we're in the playoffs and anything can happen. Cause we have Aaron Rodgers. It's the same thing every year. So that's why I feel like, I, but the bears are a whole new entity and I don't know what they are. And they're very interesting. Like Tom Brady at times had days to throw the ball on Sunday. He was just sitting in the pocket. I was like, where is everybody? Like where's yeah. Floyd? Where's Hicks? Where's Mac? Obviously. I don't know what's wrong with Mac. If it's the injury, or what, but uh, he has his name hasn't even been called in two weeks. It's crazy. So yeah, you know, know what's weird is that Jake, as you're running through that schedule, and I'm taking all bias out. I'm the most unbiased football fan that you can probably find right now, mentally. Yeah. While while I'm saying this, I'm gonna mentally. All right, I just took out all my Bears bias. I am so <laughs> I am straightforward. Bears are going undefeated the rest of the season. <laughs> Interesting. What what part made you feel that way? <laughs> out there, you got the Rams still, you know. The Vikings. I, I would even win, say the Lions are scared. Win. Those are all wins. You do have to play in Buffalo next week. Are you worried about that? Maybe Josh Allen's return. I'd be so pissed if we lost to either Buffalo or the Jets. To be honest with you, 
The Jets aren't that bad of a team. I, I think this could be a tough game, but since it's in Chicago, I think the Bears are winning this one. So I don't even know anymore. Like, I don't know. We're again, it's so week to week. It really is. Every it's single, so week to week. Every game but the Bucks game could have easily gone the opposite way. So we could we could yep. be we could be like one of the worst teams of football, but we could also be the team that everyone's like, wow, watch out. They they might be in the in the uh, NFC Championship game like almost a lock. But now we're just three and three, and everyone's like, wow, should we? Is uh, Trubisky ever gonna like make it, or is this def- like? It's just it like the season is like six plays away from being so different. Yeah, well, and you gotta think like it's. It, you're right. You're totally right. We were one yard. We were one. If somebody told me that before the game, like, hey, you were one yard away from putting this game into overtime and giving your chance, you know, giving your team a chance to win. Like that's that's incredible. Like that's nowhere where I thought we would have been at the start of the season. So realistically, it's not bad. And again, eight and eight, I think was my prediction, or seven and nine. I can't remember. It, it fits with where we're at. And I hate it. I don't. Yeah. It's after the still, start, still moving. after the start of the season, eight and eight, or like seven and nine would sting. But dude, yeah, you, yeah. In the grand scheme of things, give me eight and eight. Give me a, give me a good season from from Trubisky where you can build and he just, just if you if, if you just like take away one mental mistake a game. And instead of having like seven mental mistakes next week, yeah. you have six, just keep going down and then just, just bottom out around like three a game. I'm cool with that, but he has so many right now. And there's, there's like, there's like great scramble, good play call, good play call, good play call. You're down at like the 30 and then you just, yeah. and then he throws into like whatever the, the tuple number is for 11 people on one player. I'm not a scientist or a math guy. I can't even <laughs> read most of the time, but. That's the number. Just don't throw into the, into that many coverage, um, Mitch. I'm talking to you, my baby boy. And uh, right now, it feels like a guarantee. Mitch is going to have a turnover, at least one turnover a game, which you know you can always overcome, but it just feels inevitable. Yeah. Final final thing I'll say is that just in the end, we the Lions look good, the Packers look good, the Vikings look like, and I'm not saying they look like they're an elite team right now. Any of them do. But I think they're all really, really good games, and I can't... I mean, again, it's the same thing. I feel like I could see us losing literally all three. I could see us winning all three. I could see, you know, I could see us splitting. It's all in the air still, so... See, one of my predictions, since I said the Bears are going to 8-8, if they do do what I said and they win their next three, because it's the Jets, Buffalo, and then Detroit at home, they will be 6-3. and three. Bears fans will be absolutely nuts. And if my prediction's right with the Packers, the Packers will be 4 Five and one, or four? No, four, four and one. Sorry, because we have a bye. Let's so go. you'll be two games Let's ahead go. of the Packers, probably. And the Vikings will also have four losses if because they play the Rams too. So there's a chance the Bills go back up to first, but that's also with me predicting that they finish at eight, eight, which would be an absolute heartbreak for the Bears fandom. I'm just my prediction for the season. It's gonna Breaking be news, Ed- Eduardo Nunez. Hit a hit a ball outside of the park. It's not. It's more farther than the park is, and it's over a wall. The, the yep. Three people well, scored. So that, that's that's series updates from us. So everyone loves that. Yeah, everyone <laughs> loves our our live sports updates. <laughs> While recording, yes, the Red Sox four on the Dodgers. But uh, any more? What else you guys got on football? Um, do you want to preview the uh, Packers game next week? Because me and Sam sort of previewed the. The Bears game for next week. What are you feeling about the Packers and the Rams? I am feeling that I am definitely betting this game. It's 
the biggest spread that Rodgers ever had as a Packer. Nine points. That's a lot. And it's not a big home field. Yes, we're on the road, and yes, they're 7-0. and But they haven't beaten a team. Three of their last four games have been within a touchdown. So I just think I'm definitely betting. I think, uh, you know, McCarthy's good off a bye. I said this last week. I'm predicting the Packers at least have a chance to win this game. It's going to be close in the end. And I also want to bet the over. I haven't looked what it's at. I'm sure it's insane. But, like, if the Packers are going to be in it, it's going to be in the 30s. All teams will be in the 30s. So Is that your lock of the week for next week, taking the Packers? Yeah, why not? Even oh. though I am 0-2 on my lock, so... Uh, the over-under is at 57. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go the Packers plus 9. So, I'm, I'm taking the line. Because I just think... I think they keep it close. I don't think the Rams can stop the Packers. Their defense isn't as good as we expected it to be. Um, the Packers are notoriously good off of buys, which, you know, that's great and all. I think there's a chance we win. But, again, when I was predicting the games, I said we lose this game and lose to the Patriots in Foxborough. So... I think we could lose, but nine points is a travesty. It's the biggest, like I said, the biggest spread Rodgers has ever had as a Packer. So that's pretty crazy to see. Thoughts, Sam? Yeah, I mean, who did you guys play the last three weeks, though? I know you said you were in a touchdown, within a touchdown the last they were. games. Um, yeah, they, they were. So Denver, um, Seattle, and uh, the Vikings were all within a touchdown. Those that's two not bad. bad that's teams, really not bad. Yeah, that's two not good teams and one good, you know, one's the Vikings, who we tied. So, I don't think Seattle's a bad team. I really don't. Um, I don't either. I just don't think they're they're not, you know. The Rams, we're talking about the Rams like they're the best team in the league, and I think they probably are. Yeah. But nine points is nine points, and Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. That is a lot. Yep, and I, I don't hate that. <laughs> Those are two facts that you hear first on Live Nate One Five. <laughs> Nine points, nine points, and Aaron Rodgers. Numbers are numbers, and Rodgers' name is what he is called. Football, lock of the week. <laughs> um, you want to move on to other NFL news. Blake Bortles is benching, and now he is starting this week. Colton, take your big Bortles guy. Love Blake Bortles. Um, again, he was my fantasy football quarterback for a little bit. Um, so, he, so, so basically, I, I gave him the chance that, that gave him his uh, big break in the NFL. Um, you even team after him i remember that yeah yeah uh i choose you war bortles pretty good huh yeah i know <laughs> it's a play on words you see of war turtle from the world of pokemon over in japan developed and made anyway back to blake bortles developed and made in <laughs> florida of the united states anyway <laughs> blake bortles was super benched he has been dog shit he has been like he had a throw that was like a three-yard little dump that he just threw to a, the wrong person. It wasn't even yeah. close. It hit, it hit like a defense lineman in the chest. Um, he he was under a little pressure, but not enough to give him to give him justice for it. I don't know if, if that's the right use of uh, justice, but he's bad and he's 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 uh, on a, a short leash this week. So if if he's gonna do anything, uh. That's gonna question it. He's he's gone, and that's basically like where he, where he's got to be. Um, but yeah, I still love you, Blake. Thank you for playing well on my fantasy football team that that didn't win. But everyone loves to hear about my fantasy football team. So Sam, I'll say this quick, but I think this is a developing rivalry between you and I now because I'm a huge Cody Kessler guy. Um, hey. And as soon I was at work and I, I wasn't watching the game, I didn't even know he got benched. 
Um, as soon, apparently, as he got in, uh, our mutual friend Brock texted me and said, "Hey, is uh, isn't Kessler your guy?" And he absolutely is. So I, I was I was kind of freaking out a little. I said at the start of the year, I think to him that I think he's going to have the best chance to be starter here by the end of the year because I think Blake is a, is a bum. Don't be wrong, I like him, but I like him a lot actually. Sam, what does that say about us as people that we are hitching our wagons to Blake Bortles and Cody Kessler? <laughs> yeah, it shows that. Uh, well, one, I'm a self-proclaimed quarterback guru, so um, that's not good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, <laughs> one time I, he trashed Trubisky like to his grave. He has maybe the best quarterback game of all time. I think I said that Chase Daniels will replace him. <laughs> you almost guaranteed uh, it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I, I can't even talk about him though because I'm so negative on the Bears. But yeah, um, back to Kessler. I think uh, Kessler will will see some more time. Actually, this is probably just better for Blake that I say good about Kessler. Um, I'll say that Kessler gets time before the end of the year again, which. Blake will shine the next however many weeks of football, and he'll be awesome. Oh, I'm guaranteeing that Blake puts up a great week this week. But I just the Jaguars need to replace him. They are in win now mode. The defenses can't be held together very long. You don't build like dynasties on defenses. You build like five year super windows, like like the Seahawks did or the Ravens. You fall apart quickly because defense is expensive to keep together. So they need to build a man. They need a quarterback. They need a good quarterback. And now there's not many teams in the league, I would say, quarterback more than the Jaguars. Literally yeah. going to the next draft. Should they trade for Derek Carr? I think they should trade for maybe Derek Carr. I would say Tyrod Taylor at least. Like, put Tyrod out there. I truly believe that your offense will move better because run first offense. Just put Tyrod out there. Let him do his job. He, get, he led the Bills to the playoffs last year, so... Guys, guys, you know, you're, you're sleeping, and the world is actually it's okay. Everybody's sleeping on Kessler, but he'll be there. He'll be the shining, you know. He'll 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 be everything that they need right now. So that's that's all I got. So just like a body with like blood and a pulse, because that's basically like what he brings to the table. That's literally it. Well, yeah, exactly. He's cheap, and it makes sense. But speaking of uh, Derek Carr getting traded, Amari Cooper does get traded for a first round pick. Uh, to the Cowboys, and boys, that is what we call a segment. Or, fuck, a segue. <laughs> Shit. I'm going to cut that. I'm going to cut that. <laughs> good, good, good. Thoughts uh, yeah, on Cooper going for a first? I think people are freaking out, like, oh, my God, the Cowboys really fucked up. Like, how could they give a first for Cooper? I mean, a first went for Brandon Cooks, who I know Brandon Cooks has had better career than uh, Cooper, but he was also real shaky, like, up and down years. And they're both similar ages. I don't think they grossly overpaid. I think there's a chance Cooper is fine, but I think it's a great move for the Raiders, mostly. I think it's an okay move for the Cowboys, but the Raiders having three first-round picks, which right now, if the season ended today, would be picks number 1, 8, and 15. If you're wondering who's 1, who's 8, and who's 15, that's the Raiders at 1, the Bears at 8, and uh, the Cowboys at 15. So uh, that's that would be absolutely amazing. I don't see the Bears being eight. Yeah, the math. I mean, that's just what ESPN said. Uh, it was blown away. The Cowboys are have a four, uh, what are they four and three or something? So I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. I think the Raiders are set up. I think Gruden, you know, he's coaching and GMing like a guy who's got a ten year contract. 
Yeah, I think it's a it's a good move for both. I mean, he had he still had seven touchdowns last last year. He still has that potential. He's twenty four years old. I don't think it's a bad move. Um, and you know, obviously for the Raiders, they they need to move on from some of these guys. This isn't working right now, and John Gruden's blowing it all up. So why not? Yeah, do you think they should trade Carr? I think that if they're going to get rid of Amari, if they're going to get if they're going to get rid of these guys. Send everybody out there. Derek Carr, and all quarterbacks do, but Carr's got a lot of value to him still. He, you know, I mean, there's a lot of teams that would need him. Um, I, I don't see that as a bad move either. Yeah, if you're gonna do it, do it. He had MVP talks at one point, didn't he? Yeah, like like two years ago. Yeah, so and then he got thing- hurt, and then he came back from his injury pretty sucky. If yeah. you watch his games though this year, I, I mean, maybe this is just the eye test, and this is again coming from the quarterback guru. Um, I don't think he's looked that bad. I really don't. He's had some. Re- I, he's had a couple bad games. I'll give him that. But I, I, I see a lot of value in him. I think that there's like oh this Eli Manning stuff going to the Jags. There's a lot of other things. I think Derek Carr is obviously the best one out of the out of the bunch. I think the Giants should trade for Derek Carr. I mean, he's 27. I, if you, I just pulled up his numbers and I'm actually blown away. Like his touchdowns, interceptions. He had 21 and 12, 32 and 13, 28 and six. Last year through 22 and 13, I mean, and he got hurt that year. So, and then he this year he's been terrible. But this is with Gruden's offense. I think you put him in a good offense surrounded by Odell Beckham Jr., Evan Ingram, Sterling Shepard, uh, and uh, what's his face, Saquon. Saquon Barkley. And I think legitimately he'd be an MVP type candidate. Hey, he's averaging more yards this year than he ever has before. Let's not forget. He's, he's throwing a lot because they're losing a lot. Yeah. Sam, Sam, you have one game to win next week. Who do you want, Cody Kessler or Derek Carr? Well, oh, <laughs> uh, um, well. Here's the thing: is do I think Derek Carr is a better quarterback? Yes, but do I think I would spiritually connect with Kessler more because I've you always stood coach. by him? This is this is in a vacuum. You only get two choices for quarterback next week. Those are the two. Who's starting, and who do you think you could coach to a victory? Uh, one, I think I coach either one because I believe myself. Number one, but <laughs> two, uh, third option, you don't pick either <laughs> one. You go out there, you play quarterback. I think all three of those options would get me a goddamn win. How about that? <laughs> Let's go. Let's go, Sam. That's what I like to hear. Yes, confidence. Exactly. Yes. Real answer, Cody Kessler. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a real incorrect answer. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Pretty. I think um, that's all we got for the NFL, correct? Yes. Um, by the end of the show, Sam, I want you to pick a lock of the week. For those of you counting at home, we did not win last week. Um, Sam's pick kind of got messed up, so we changed it, but either pick hit. So, Jude. It was, once again, my pick that failed us, which, first of all, I'd also like to point out that I made Sam's pick for him last week because he was working air quotes you can't see because this is magic of podcasting but uh i made his pick i was right i picked the over for the fucking carolina eagles game and carolina didn't score in the first half it it it, and they teased me with overtime which could have made it hit if the eagles had thrown a touchdown at the end tied it up put it into overtime whatever i could have hit the over they failed me it seemed like a lot of games missed the over last week like a lot, just randomly missed it. So it was a bad week to start betting overs. Yeah, um, Sam, do you have your game yet, or or do you uh, need to look? 
Yeah, I haven't. I haven't even. I gotta look. Cool. Do you have the spreads? I don't know any of the spreads. Where do I go to find that even? Just go to the ESPN app, go to the scores for the next week, and they're right there. Cool. Can do that. Should we wait? Just be really awkward? No, no, no. Keep going. We're good. We'll, we'll, We'll revisit. Or we could awkwardly read him each line like we did last week. <laughs> we can revisit. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we can stay in football move on to NCAA. Uh, basically, the two biggest things that happen, maybe in sports, uh, Ohio State loses, and probably the biggest news of the weekend, Notre Dame wins yet again. Um, or, well, they didn't even win. They had a bye, but that's not a loss. They didn't so. play. Like, they didn't lose. <laughs> they moved up into the top five or whatever. Yeah, I think, I think they're three right now. So Ohio State shat the bed versus Purdue. They did it again. They do it every year, it feels like, where they just get smacked by some bad team. Like, Iowa. Was it last year? Iowa went into Ohio State and just smacked. Or, no, it was in Iowa. Yeah. And they just beat them. It, it's not like it's a crazy kicked. It's, yeah, it's not a crazy upset where, like, oh, a fumble, like a couple fumbles or something. No, they just got their ass kicked, just like this year with Purdue. Purdue just went out there and looked like the better team all day long. It's really weird to see that with Ohio State, but uh, I think they're going to be okay. I think this is just that loss like they had last year. Yeah, um, it was super cool. One of uh, Purdue's players is undergoing chemo for cancer, and he showed up to his first game since he got the chemo pregame. And they said, oh, this game's for you. And then they go out and whoop Ohio State's ass. Uh, you best believe I bawled my eyes out when I saw that. Of course. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Paul Feinbaum came out today or yesterday, if you are listening to this, and said that the murmurs around Ohio State um, is that... Um, sorry, I was watching this World Series game. Pretty, pretty smart of me to say that or to watch it right in front of my... Right in the middle of my sentence. Holy shit. All right, anyway. <laughs> um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to block the screen here. Ohio State is saying that Urban Meyer is just not feeling comfortable, and they are looking for ways to buy out his contract at the end of the year. So There we go. He will be on the market. He's coming to Notre Dame, folks. <laughs> that'll, be, uh, that'll be pretty crazy. We'll see what, uh, what his job offers. Are. I, I could see him taking off a year. Maybe even two. Didn't he do that before? Yeah, because of his quote-unquote heart problems, but whatever. I, I think I could, see, I could see him saying it's flaring up, and he just kind of wants everything to die down and just come back in two years and coach Notre Dame. You know, I yeah. could definitely see that happening. But Notre Dame this week, this upcoming week, has uh, Navy at Navy. Navy's pretty bad. Uh, they are 2-5 and five this year, so Notre Dame is going to roll on, and then I believe after that we have Northwestern which preseason was my loss. So yeah. I you would love to be wrong. All these games. I mean, you shouldn't be surprised with Notre Dame's record, Colton. You've predicted every game so far. Very and you are not allowed to be surprised if they lose to Northwestern. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, or even a- <laughs> surprised and depressed are two different emotions. <laughs> You're not allowed to be even upset because you predicted it. You know it stink. I am so happy that, that Michigan keeps winning and everyone is all over Michigan's dick because that is helping Notre Dame so much. It is. That is a... Uh, <laughs> they, are, they are forever linked until the end of the season. I love it. I love it. But that's all we got on uh, college football because I didn't watch any other games this weekend. And nobody cares about Wisconsin anymore. Sam, thoughts on college football? You guys did a great job. 
That was awesome. <laughs> that means so much to me. Thank you. Yeah. How yeah, are those, those lines looking? Oh, I actually forgot to look that up. What the fuck? You haven't said a word yeah. since you said, hang on, I'm going to look at the lines right now. And then you, and then you <laughs> didn't talk after that. <laughs> Sorry, I, I'll, I, I'll look. I was reading something on Derek Rose. I honestly thought you were kidding. When you when you like, <laughs> said that like like 10 seconds ago, I thought you were joking and you were going to be like, oh, psych, I have the line, but no. No, I didn't. I God, didn't. You're such a loser. We'll, we'll swing s- back to that. <laughs> we'll save that because we, uh, we can hit baseball and then we'll, we'll close on basketball. Um, yeah, guys, the, the World Series is going on. Did you know that? Yeah, I've, I've heard. It's pretty. It's a pretty big deal. I think a couple of small market teams made it this year, so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You get to see the old Bo Sox versus the Dodgers. You know, those two towns need winning, so I, I'd be so happy for either of those towns to just get a championship, you know? Same. Thoughts, Sam? Honestly, I, it stinks. I know this is great for baseball to have these two teams in, but... It was kind of cool to ride the Brewers for a little bit there, just to see that like energy, to see how much fun they were. Colton, I'm sure it wasn't for you. I'm sure you're happy. That's great. But yeah, I, I don't know. Like these teams, I don't really pull for either one. I guess that's kind of like I, I did. However, did you guys hear about the the belly button? I mean, I'm sure you guys did the belly button injury. Oh um, yeah. Did, did you guys did did you guys get fooled by that for a second? Or I'm not no? gonna lie, I was fooled until this morning. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> it was, it was a follow up on it. I just heard that. That was his comment, and I just always thought that was real until this morning when I was watching a preview of the game. I'm dead serious. I was very confused. Yeah, I mean, none of the reporters who reported it said it was fake. Like, Chris Sale said it like it was real. So, like, there's no reason for us to be like, oh, man. That's just like he lied to us, you know? Sam, are you fooled? Oh, I was fooled, but then I had to look it up because, I mean – Jake, you and I, we, we've been Sale fans our whole life. Like, we love this guy. And to tell me that he had a belly button ring is like when you hear, like, Stan is not real for the first time. I was like, that's not right. Like, nothing makes sense there. And, yeah, thankfully, thankfully that wasn't true. I mean, nothing against belly button rings. Just Who would you I rather see it. in a, a belly button ring, Chris Sale or Santa? Santa. Well, I mean, if you see Santa, that's, that's a thing yeah. on its own. But <laughs> I think Santa. <laughs> what it, what it, what is it, what happens? Like, do I see Santa first, and then he just like awkwardly just lifts up his shirt and shows me a belly? Like, because if that if Gives that's you a the wink, case, I'm kind of creeped Claus out. Is yeah. like is like, hey, come over if we can little menage a yeah. trois. I don't think I would like that one actually, but to see Santa, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. Um, who do you think has has a more has a more clutch gene, uh, Santa or Chris Sale? Santa shows up every year, man. Yeah, like every year he. he he puts like basically everything like on his back. He looks at a squad. He's like, "You reindeer, you get me there. I will deliver the goods, figuratively yeah. and literally." Chris Sale, he's so nervous about the World Series, he has an upset tummy. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think there's a question on that one. Thank you. <laughs> what? All right. So, World Series. Uh, first game, we had Kershaw and Sale, or yeah, Kershaw and Sale, and neither of them uh, impressed. So. What's the deal with that? I don't what, get it. What's what the happens? deal with these two pitchers? It's it's so weird. Up. Like, and you had you had uh, Kershaw doing the the whole like routine where he goes out and he just you know no cameras are out there. He's in the bullpen. He's just going through the motions. He did that last year before he got shelled again too. And it's like, why does that impress me so much? And then you yeah, let he, me down so much more. <laughs> he did a whole pregame routine where he counted his pitches, but he never threw a ball. How weird is that? 
Yeah, I, 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 whatever he does before games, I trust it because he's so good. But he, that is weird. If I saw a guy standing out there for a full like hundred pitch game, mapping it out, that's weird. <laughs> what do you guys think of Eye Black during night games? I don't know. <laughs> like it, it, I feel similar that I do to shooting sleeves, except they don't. It doesn't look as cool, in my opinion. <laughs> so it's like a less cool shooting sleeve. Is it because Mookie Betts has it right now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do, you guys, that- do you guys want a uh, live, live play-by-play here? Absolutely. Nothing I'd want more. <laughs> All right, Alex, what on the bump? Eight four Red Sox, bottom of the eighth, one out, three one count. Thank you for joining us here on live from the one five podcast. World Series game once since 2004. Run scored 11, 13, 8, and then 8 tonight. Uh, there's a view of the three World Series titles since the curse of the Bambino has been broken. It's here. Colton's Evans at live on Fox. Alex Wood looks in. Yasmani Grandal. What is that, a curveball? Yasmani, <laughs> curveball? He not, yes, curveball's coming up. Oh, <laughs> but Mookie heard me yell, so he called the timeout. Did not want a curveball there. <laughs> you may have seen Mookie Betts around town. He frequently... Frequently uh, acquaints uh, Dunkin' Donuts, which is now only Dunkin'. This this podcast is brought to you by Dunkin'. Oh, three one count. What a eighty two mile hour throw. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. This is great. I'm sure our listeners love it hearing about a random at bat in a four run game. It's not random. It's the bottom of the eighth one out three two count. Alex Wood, nineteen pitches on the night. He looks in, mouth open, teeth out, necklace out. The pitch. Oh, the pitch. High in. Hits the inside corner. Mookie Betts strikes out. Second strikeout of the night for Alex Wood. Alex Wood is going crazy. He took a shirt off on the mound. He's going nuts. I can't believe you guys can't see this. This is a podcast. Oh, okay. Back to you guys in the booth. That, that was pretty good. You, you had a flow there. It wasn't too bad. Um, if I want to make one more point about the uh, series. Is that <laughs> Kershaw's ERA after a start where he gives up five runs or whatever. His ERA is like 1.21. So I think the next game four or whatever, he's going to be lights out. He seems to do this all the time. One bad start, one good start. He's already He did it versus the Brewers. He's going to do it versus the Red Sox. Would you rather have Chris Sale or Clayton Kershaw start your game one? Oh, Kershaw, just because I – Kershaw. Because Sale's never even been in the play. I mean, he's, you know – He's just got to Boston. He's just gotten to winning, you know? I'll, I'll take John Garland 05 year over either one of those two. Yeah, right John now. Garland. John Garland 05 year is oh, probably in the top 10 people that, that you should pick. I might pick John Garland right now. That guy's got conies. I know he's coming out there, like, ready to ready to game. I'll take these guys, these guys yeah. come out here, they have no clue. I'll take Freddie Garcia in 2018 right now. I mean, that guy might have been 61 when he was pitching for us. Sam, speaking of these uh, live updates, when you see these Fantastic Beasts uh, previews and you see Hogwarts, does it like make a move for you? Yeah, I, I had my, my head down green and I saw something flying by and I, I knew instantly those are broomsticks. <laughs> that's a, that's a broomstick. It's like a dog. Good. Have you seen the first like one? like a dog. When it... Yeah, the Fantastic Beasts. It yeah. was pretty good. It was I like pretty it. good. Have this you one's seen like, it, really... Have you seen all the other movies, Jake? And I've read all the books. Yes, I'm a big Harry Potter guy. Oh. Sam, have you ever seen Harry Potter? Uh, no, just a couple here and there. Okay, I, they they were okay. I like and, Lord of the Rings more. And one more question, <laughs> Sam: Where do you keep your wand? Uh, next to my bed at all times. Sam, I'm gonna cut the audio of you saying I like Lord of the Rings more, and I'm gonna play it over and over. 
<laughs> uh, I shouldn't have, the biggest regret of my life. That right is now. honestly number one. That's probably the worst thing I've ever heard you say, ever. Yeah, there's no Lord of the Rings. Uh, Lord of the Rings, like, what am I looking for? Park. There's no park of that. So we know which one's better in the end. Word, word. Well, from one Sam obsession to the other, we can move on. Start NBA with a quick Derrick Rose update before we even jump into the beginning of the season. Sam, are you ready for this week's Derrick Rose update? I'm always ready, Colton. Thank you. Let's throw it over to Derrick Rose uh, update. Uh, This week on the Derrick Rose update, we are excited. The NBA is back. No theme song Uh, this week? uh, Budget issues. Um, Derrick (laughs) Rose is back. We were... um, Getting a good look at Derrick Rose this week, um, and let me tell you guys, did not disappoint. Starting like the old Derrick Rose out there, Tibbs said it best after, uh, he said in a press conference earlier this week, that healthy Derrick Rose, top three player in the league. Best, actually I think it was quote unquote, he's the best player in the league when he's healthy. So, I mean, obviously we all know. That, that was a real quote, or is to. just like one of the ones that you, that you somehow No, actually I swear, you can, you can fact check that one. Um, said best player in the league when healthy. So um, that's something we can look forward to. Uh, now, I will say the snooze I got on Derrick Rose, and this is something he just kind of took a picture. He sent it over to me. It's his new tattoo on his arm. Um, it's, is, it, uh, is it you and him, like your face and his face, like drinking a milkshake? <laughs> well, that, that, that one's kind of in the works right now. I'm drawing that one up for him. But um, his new tattoo states the best revenge is massive success and let me tell you that's just that's just channeling what this season's going to be and yeah yeah he's coming off the bench he had 27 minutes last game like people should be excited for what he's about to do and i think the world should be this is this is a big time for him i think he scored uh what was it 13 14 points last uh five assists here and there again off the bench seven minutes this guy's putting in time in the work to do the right things he's going to be there in the end uh comeback player of the year my vote for sure um, but yeah, and then, uh, just the other night, no, actually, I'm sorry. That was two, that was two nights ago. And then this last night or whatever against the, the maps, he put up 28. So let's, let's not forget that one either. Is let's, that the most uh, by anyone ever in a game? Oh, well, no, but it's the most by any guy that's torn ACL in. Uh, yeah. He's, he's had some pretty bad bike injuries. How about that? <laughs> so yeah, Word. I, I don't like to talk about him. So, um, you don't yeah, like to talk end, about Derek Rose? I don't like to talk about the injuries. They, I don't want to cry on the podcast. But yeah, so again, when uh, when it's all said and done, Derrick Rose is is on on track to being the best player in the league again. Tibbs knows it. I know it, and that's all that needs to know. Derrick definitely knows it, and that tattoo is what's going to bump him to the next level. He feels that every day. The best revenge is massive success. I'm going to get that tattooed on my arm now. That's actually going to be the next step. That's my tattoo. Sam, so that's Sam, the Derrick if, Rose update. If he wins MVP ever. I will get that tattoo with you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm expecting both of you guys too. Sam, did you know that Derrick Rose is the youngest player to ever win MVP? Did no. you know that? You would did think you know he'd win more than one then, since he was so young. Yeah, he's like 22 years old and he won MVP. What happened? It's well, isn't it? Isn't it like normally in basketball? That's when you peak. So, like, is is that why he hasn't won MVP since, or is it? <laughs> You've done that thing again, where you've actually made me upset. To where I just don't, I don't want to talk to you guys. Like, it's funny. Like, I'm, I'm having a good time. This is the time I get excited for. I tell everybody about the Derrick Rose update. And you guys just love to just poo-poo all over that. 
<laughs> Operation Poo Poo is a, is a massive success. Yeah, and it actually gets me, too. It's not even a joke. Like, you guys actually get under in doing that. It's not funny. So, how much money would you bet that Derrick Rose averages more points this year than Trey Young, your mortal enemy? Ooh. Uh, my, my life? You're, you'd bet your life. Don't Derrick do that. Rose. <laughs> Trey Young did drop... Don't bet your life on anything, especially with somebody who has no knees. <laughs> Uh, wow! Well, uh, Too um, soon? Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, I would, I would, I love Derek. I'd back it for anything, whatever you want, Jake. I don't want to make the bet because I don't. <laughs> I'm not a big Trey Young guy, but I just know that, the, that I'm going to keep bringing it up to you as the season goes on. I'm, I think those two are going to have an unspoken rivalry, except between us. We'll speak about it. Yeah, every week, th- them every week Wednesday here on Live Nine One Five Podcast. Thank you. For they're rivals us. by they're rivals only through Sam's viewing of those two players. It's it's sort of like how Cody Kessler and Blake Bortles are, are not rivals. <laughs> Sam <laughs> has created two unspoken rivalries. <laughs> I have some pretty. I, I'm a fan of some pretty weird guys. I think like Gordon Beckham, still my favorite baseball player. Oh, Derrick Rose, my favorite basketball player. Cody Kessler is going to be up there on favorite football guys right now. So he yeah. used to tweet to uh, Gordon Beckham to come play wiffle ball with us, and he never did. So I'm, yeah. <laughs> I still haven't, I still haven't forgave him. We did play his walk up song about 71 times in a row one day until I just had to get stopped by my uh, father because we just played this "Your Love" by the Outfield 70 times in a row. It sucks. Sometimes I'll I'll think about like uh, shooting him a message, and like I'll I'll have it all ready because I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna send him something about this or whatever, and then I'll click on like the message thing, and it'll show previous messages that like I just <laughs> forgot about, and it's like pages oh, that's on pages on pages. Who do, you think you've, <laughs> um, who do you think you've sent more DMs to, Gordon Beckham or Lonnie Walker IV? <laughs> uh, it's close. It's just more embarrassing to look at Gordon Beckham's because Lonnie Walker was maybe in like a three week span. Gordon Beckham's dates back to like, I mean, the first day I got Twitter, which was probably like, hey, follow. And then after that was like, hey, I just saw you. You did an awesome, you had an awesome game. Like something <laughs> stupid like that to like, hey, can we just hang out? Can we just be friends? And that, that that's from like five, six years ago even. So it's just, it, those are more embarrassing. Hey guys, it's uh, the count's 2-2 and it's officially midnight. What do you think the odds are that Joe Buck finishes this game with a, we'll see you later tonight call? Oh, I'm going to go with 65%. All right, here we go. Let's listen to it live. Counts 2-2. Craig Kimbrell, nine pitches so far in the ninth, two outs. Justin Turner, at bat. I'm slowly turning up my TV, so you can maybe hear it. Maybe not. Who knows? 2-2, not 3-2. Ball three didn't work out well for the podcast, but Come on. here we go. <laughs> Come on. If you, if you walk some, I'm just going to I'm just, I'm just move on. This is exactly what people want in a podcast. Hell yeah. Do you think of, of all sports podcasts, we give the most live coverage of events that are happening while we're recording? <laughs> we, should just, we should just change this podcast into live baseball announcing that we release like 24 to 48 hours later. <laughs> it doesn't help that Craig Kimbrell's got like the longest windup of all time too, and <laughs> that Justin Turner just smoked a foul ball. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. How do you guys like his little arm thing? I think it's, I, I don't know. I think it's intimidating, somewhat. Looks uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. I don't know if you guys can even. He- can you guys hear it on my TV? No. I can't hear anything that you should. Yeah, <laughs> that's a big no. Literally nothing. My TV is at max volume. 
Can you not hear it? No, I can hear it. Can you? Yeah. The pitch. Oh, I can. This is is like a 30-pitch at-bat. Another foul ball. (laughs) It's time to move on. All right, yeah, we're moving on. Fuck you, Justin Turner. Just strike out, you loser. All right. Um, Other NBA news. Uh, Bulls 0-3, Bucks 3-0. Sam, how are you liking 0-3? Do you do you want more losses, or do you want to, sh- or do you want them to, to uh, show some fight? Well, yeah, I, you always want them to show a little fight, but on the other hand, you know, again, it's the battle. Do you want the pick? Do you want the fight? Um, honestly, I'm a Derrick Rose fan, number one. So I, I swear, I hate saying this. I'm rooting for the Timberwolves. Um, I'm rooting to see him succeed, but yeah, I, I, I love the Bulls. Jabari's been terrible, terrible up to this point. He's, so he's just been bad. He's like, you know, it's bad when LeVon's like carrying your team right now. Don't get me wrong. Markinen's going to come back. We'll get some, we'll get some scrappy wins here and there, but by no means, I mean, we just lost to Dallas, like Dallas stinks. Luke, you know, Luca looks good, but whatever. I, I, I don't think that this team is going to be, close to a playoff team right now and this is in the dog shit east so um i don't know i it's been it's been kind of sad to watch but don't be wrong the lebron is also on three right now so you never know what those turnarounds could be like levine and lebron are very similar that's a in very some good point i've watched yeah. some uh some bulls basketball i was watching it you know during game seven a little bit during all the pitching changes and jabari every time he touches the ball he just tries to score and he Ends up putting up a, contest, a contested uh, mid-range two yep. or a contested yep. layup. It's like he's, he's, he's the old. He's the older version of Carmelo. Carmelo of this year, yeah. Without the shot, still like Carmelo's got a better shot than him, but he doesn't do much to like support the team around him. He doesn't play good defense. He doesn't. He's just kind of there. He's yeah. hogging he's the ball. There. He'll ISO a little bit. He'll score eighteen yep. to twenty-two a night and call it a night. Perfect. That's exactly what he is. Yeah, and that's what he for the rest of his career on eight different teams. Bucks um, are three and zero right now, though. Yeah, that feels good. The Bucks are three and zero, and they also look really good. They had like two horrendous quarters. One where we should have lost to Charlotte. We gave up uh, twenty points to Kemba Walker in that quarter. He finished with forty. It was crazy, but uh, the Bucks look good. We're shooting a ton of threes. John Henson's making threes. Uh, Giannis is shooting like four to five threes a game. Miss has missed every single one so far. No, he but made one. He, did he make one? Yeah, I was there live and I saw it. It was the first oh, three nah. of the year. Yeah, he well, so he's you know he's firing them, and that you make the defense have to respect it. And uh, so far, I'm very happy with uh, Coach Bud, and I think the Bucks um, are going to be a legit contender. And speaking of that, they play the 76ers on ESPN tonight. And uh, I'm predicting it. I'm not calling it a rivalry. That will be a rivalry over the next three or four years. It'll be Bucks Sixers going at each other. I think the Celtics are just kind of like also uh, are kind of above both these teams. But I think the Sixers the Celtics and uh, are, I think are a complete different level above these guys. It's, it's not like yeah, they're just better. I, I think I think Celtics are so much better than both these teams. Raptors are there right now too. I, I think so too. But I think that the the young how young the Bucks and Sixers are. Their young players are just going to grow together. I think it's going to be a rivalry in the playoffs. Not that they're going to be, like, fighting for the East, but they're going to be um, – they're just going to not like each other. Joel Embiid, also, not easy to uh, to like when you're f- playing against him. So, we'll see. 
That's my um, prediction. Embiid got dunked on yet again tonight. Yes, and he also got uh, Andre Drummond ejected by flopping really hard and uh, crying like a little baby. But then he uh, he mocked him and then let Blake Griffin score 50 and beat them in time. The Pistons. 50 that points, that's so many points. But back to the Bucks. Um, I was at the Bucks Knicks game, and that stadium, guys, is so oh. cool. I am so impressed. I walked around. I saw a lot of the commodities, amenities, however you say it. There's so many cool things there. It's super clean. I was like fourth row from the back. Seats were awesome. You don't even feel like you're far away. Literally only four rows behind me were worse seats than mine, like I said. Yeah, I've only heard great things about it, other than the pricing is, is normal stadium pricing. So I mean, that's I got, like, get your uh, Monday, Wednesday games. My tickets were like 12 bucks after fees. Yeah, I'm just I'm just talking about the uh, the food and the drinks. Like I'm disappointed that the that the uh, beer isn't like the cheaper beer, but uh, you know, whatever. Most teams don't have that, but a lot of new stadiums have been changing to that. Other than that, though, I've heard I heard like you said, every single seat in the stadium you can see the court really well. Yeah. So I'm pumped to go to some games. Yeah, if you go to a game, go to the top. There is a um, there's like a lounge area. It's perfect if you wanna if you eat before you even go. Get to the stadium like an hour before tip off, and then have some drinks in the uh, lounge up top. It's basically just like a giant sports bar. There's like two big bars. There's concessions up there, and there's just a ton of couches and um like it's it's just like a lounge, and it's so cool. It's for everybody who has tickets, and then go out to the uh, ledge out outside, and then there's like a there's like a skyline view of of Milwaukee, and for a for a city that I that I've lived in for four years and didn't think that there was a skyline. This view is so cool. It's That's so impressive. Awesome. So are you going to the game tonight versus Sixers in Milwaukee? That would be a good one to go to. It would be, but I'm not. I have night class Wednesday and Thursday. I'm sure everyone's uh, wanting to know about that. I, I have an exam, so shout out to me for having an exam. Shit. That would be a really fun one to go to. It's good. I think it's going to be a good game. I think they match up well together. I think, like I said, they're going to be a rivalry soon. So... Uh, that's that's all I got for the NBA. How about you guys? That's all I got. That is all I have. Uh, boys, is that all we have for sports? Move on. I think that's what that means. All right. Well, um, we're going to uh, bring back a nice little segment that we haven't used in a while. It's a real fan favorite. It actually won an award uh, at the uh, Worldwide uh, MySpace-related topic podcast awards. I don't know if you guys saw that. It's It streams on... Uh, on Hulu and uh, Amazon Prime Live. It's cool. I, I, hundreds of thousands of people watch it, but the MySpace Top 8 from Live <laughs> 815 won the best MySpace-related topic segment award. Yeah, the, the best MySpace-related uh, podcast segment is a very prestigious award at the uh, MySpace-related podcast Award show. That's like the number one award they give out. Yeah. So. Yeah. James Corden was the host this year. <laughs> He's hot right now. <laughs> pretty cool, huh? Pretty cool. Yeah, this pretty cool. this week, um, Halloween's coming up. We are going to do the MySpace top eight of Halloween candies. Sam, are you ready for yet another MySpace top eight? Oh, I'm. I've been preparing. Yeah, I'm ready. Then I want you to start this off. MySpace top eight. Halloween candies. This isn't your favorite candy. This is your favorite Halloween candy. In my eyes, those are two different things. Oh, that threw me off right there. 
Well, then, in your eyes, they don't have to be different, but you're kind of dumb. So that's kind of no rules here, Sam. Learn the rules. That's what I was expecting. Okay. Just well, Sam. here's the thing: is when I open the bag, when I open the bag, my my number one candy that I'm reaching for, no matter what, is Reese's. I'm I'm going in there. I want to find that. I want the cup. I want like even like some people like prep weird the trees. Like the older people like forget that the trees are actually Christmas related. Like the the Reese's trees, and I still get those, and that's fine. Um, I don't know why I'm saying this. Like I I'm still trick or treating, but I'm reaching the bag for for some Reese's. That's easy. Number one. It's always going to be so my, Reese's my favorite candy. cup, or do you like the shapes, or do you like PCs, or do you like sticks? No, 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 no PCs, no, 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 anything extra. I want, I want the cup. I yeah. want the cup. One hundred percent agree. The cup is so much better than the shapes. The shapes aren't the right ratio. Period. The cups yeah, yeah too much peanut butter in the shapes. Too much. Yeah, I agree. It's not as good. You need the cup. Right. Yeah, and I don't like all the extras they've been doing. Just give me the cup. But yeah. Also, is this just me being a big pussy, or when I eat Reese's Pieces, the candy shell is too sharp? It like cuts my <laughs> tongue, and it cuts it cuts like my my lips and my mouth. And is, uh, that, is that just me? That's 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 Chris Sale belly button ring like level. I cut my mouth on Reese's Pieces. No, I, I can see that. I, the problem with Reese's Pieces for me is they get boring. It's the same flavor over and over. It's not enough chocolate. You know, I'd rather eat M&M's, to be honest. What's with the color distinction when they're all the same? That's what I always wonder, even with M&M's. Because it's diverse and it's bringing this world together. They're fun. All right, well, now I now I feel like a jerk. Jake. <laughs> uh, my turn. I am notoriously a fruity candy guy over chocolatey. I know that's rare, but I, I like fruity candy. So my number one I'm starting out with is Starburst. And specifically, obviously, it's pink and red Starbursts. I am also a little uh, off on that. I prefer red over pink. People want to hang me for that, but I pretty much just no, throw out. That's not terrible. I mean, like red's a close second in my eyes. Pink's number one. You, if you said everybody. orange or yellow, oh, okay. I would think you're a serial killer. Hey, mine's yeah. mine's legit uh, yellow. Is anyone surprised? Is anyone who's ever met Sam or ever listened <laughs> to this podcast surprised at all that Sam goes favorite? yellow, pink, red for me? I don't know why people don't like yellow. I think that's the most slept on color. That's my favorite one you by know, a long shot. I think it is underrated. It is hated on too much. It's not bad. The orange is just bad. The it's, orange is bad. But it's nowhere near pink or red. The pink and red are just stepped. Orange are, are, is, orange is like a C. Uh, yellow is like C, C plus. And then yellow and red are like A minus. When I said I liked yellow, Colton almost threw that mic. He was, he was so disappointed in me. <laughs> To be disappointed, you have to expect something different. I didn't expect anything different out of your dumb mouth. <laughs> it was just so like, oh my god, just shut up. Just like, <laughs> come on, man. What are, you like, what are you doing? Please don't do that. It's like it's like when I'm serving and like a really old person tips me like a dollar because that's what she tipped back in the day. It's like, dude, a stereotype is a stereotype for a reason. Don't give it to me like this. Be different. And Sam, they haven't adjusted to inflation. Like they're still thinking like, <laughs> hey, a dollar's worth like you know. Like twenty cartons of milk. Yeah, they're they're like great uh, grandkids. Like play recordings of FDR's uh, State of the Nation address, like on loop, so she feels comfortable yeah. at home. Exactly. Yep. All right, Cole. I think you're up on number three. All right, number three, MySpace top eight of Halloween candies. Um, so Jake, I I do agree with your uh, fruity candy over chocolate candy, but the thing is, if I'm eating a dessert or if I eat a meal. 
I want a chocolate candy as like, can, yeah, like after sense. a meal. But if I'm eating just candy, give me a fruity candy. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. I yeah. like that. Yeah. So um, what's funny is that I said favorite Halloween candy is different than your favorite candy. Um, I, I mean, I, I kind of just lied because my favorite candy is also my favorite Halloween candy. Um, if I'm searching through my candy at the, at the end of the night and I'm, I'm putting it all on the floor, I'm sorting it so I can start trading with my friends. I'm, I'm not trading. The, these are untouchables. These are not on the uh, trading block. Mike and Ike's. Love Mike and Ike's. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, no, that's a good. I would. Nobody trades those because they're also rare. You know, that's another thing about Halloween candy. What is like? You're gonna get a shit ton of uh, Snickers. You're gonna get a bunch just of like plain Hershey's. So many Hershey's crunch almonds. Bars. It's like seventy percent crunch bars. Crunch bars. Fuck them. The older I get, the worse crunch bars get. I don't know if that's crunch bar going lower or me becoming a man and maturing. Because they're both, or both, I don't. Because crunch, crunch used to be awesome back in the day, but now crunch stinks. Yeah, it's like ashy when you open the can. It's bad. It's a bad candy. But yeah, Bang, Mike and Ike's. Sam, Good Mike bit. and Ike's. Um, I'm gonna go with something. Yeah, it's not gonna be chocolate again because once you've had like six Reese's, you gotta have something maybe to calm all that. You gotta have something that that lasts a little. So you need some, you know, you need some uh, duration out of this next candy. Um, so I'm going to go with the caramel apple sucker. Um, that one that the, the green apple sucker with the, with the caramel surrounded all over. It's beautiful. It's a great, it's a great candy. It Very lasts healthy. probably, yeah, it lasts probably like four to five minutes. Um, it, it leads me into my next candy very well. Um, it's a good transition candy. So I'll say that's, that's my, that's my next one. That's a good one. It's, it's very seasonal. I'm always a fan. Yeah. That's uh, a good a- uh, social candy. If you're hanging out with people. You don't want to be pounding oh, yeah. candy the whole time, but you can suck <laughs> in your sucker, take it out of your mouth, be a little sassy, make a joke or two, and then put it back in. Everyone's like, damn, Sam's so fucking cool. Yeah, exactly. And and if, if people are drunk enough, it might look like a really small like cigarette, cigarette. or something. Oh, which is cool. I think you're cool, dude. Yeah. yeah. A cigarette? Yeah. Damn, Sam's so cool. Pop it out. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's not a cigarette. That's a caramel it's- apple sucker. And everyone's like, damn, Sam's even cooler than we thought. Yeah, everybody's like, man, yeah, what? Sam's so cool. That's a great transition candy from from the first one to the next. That's that's awesome. Good for Sam. I hear that all the time. Like, way too much, honestly. <laughs> what a great transition candy. <laughs> all right. But, uh, for mine, I don't know what number we're on. We're one, two, three, four. This is number five. I'm going to go with my favorite chocolate bar, which people don't really talk about. It's a Heath bar. It's kind of a niche candy. A what? It's got the top. A Heath bar. A Heath Heath bar? You're putting you ever had a Heath bar in the MySpace ever... top eight of Halloween candy. It is absolutely. Oh my goodness! Are you kidding me? I absolutely oh. like it more than Kit Kats. I like it more than Snickers. I like it. I honestly like it as much as Reese's. So, Col- yes. Colton, do you remember that? Do you remember how we were talking about that old lady that tips you a dollar? That old lady was Jake. That old lady no, that, was Jake with that, the that old bar. lady who tips me a dollar. Her grandma likes Heath bars. <laughs> I can't like believe you're putting Heath bars in the MySpace top eight of Halloween. It makes me sick. My, I think I'm allergic to candy. Thinking about how bad Heath bars are. <laughs> When's the last time you had one? There's I actually don't mind Heath bars. I'm just kidding. So <laughs> I like Heath bars better as like an ice cream topping. They're really good. Yeah, I like to suck the chocolate off and just eat the toffee. So good. Sorry, I. Uh... 
You know, I mean, I eat them like a banana. That's even weirder than putting youth bars on your MySpace top eight. I don't even know what to expect anymore. You know, it's our MySpace top eight, and Heath bars are at number five. So deal with it. (laughs) If you look up Halloween candy, I don't even know if that's even on there. If you look up like, I have some in my Halloween candy basket. If you look up Halloween candy, push search, and then go back to the Google search bar. Go to the very beginning of the of your search. Don't erase anything. Then type in worst space and then enter. That's what you'll get. You already admitted you like heat, so not for Halloween guys. candy. It's that shit's not on my MySpace top eight. Get out of here. It is too bad. Colton, your turn. Oh man, you know how people like come in like, hey, I hate to follow that one. I'm so happy to follow that one. That was <laughs> such a bad pick that I'm so confident with this next pick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, my my next pick number six on the MySpace top eight. Um, uh, this is I don't know if they're still made, but if they aren't, we'll just go with the original. But uh, Butterfinger BBs, did you guys ever get those? No. What are the What is that? Those are those were like the mini circle Butterfingers. They were like this big and they were spheres. So you would get like a box, and they were they were like they were like the size of Reese pieces, but they were spheres. They weren't just like discs and they were butterfingers and they were bomb. I'm pretty sure Bart Simpson was like the cover boy for him. The difference in candy that we have is just like, is, is amazing. I thought we would all be competing for like the same, the same chocolate bars. And I'm just blown away. I Mike doubt Jake I thought that because he went in there with like, he went in there like, he's the kind of guy who orders a pizza and then orders stuff that everyone doesn't like. So nobody else eats his pizza. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, kind of apparent after the heat bar thing. Heat bars are very candy bars are very personal. I would not ruin anyone else's time eating my heat bar. I would take all your heats and trade you. Yeah, you I wouldn't. Would, <laughs> you wouldn't ruin anyone else's time because no one's gonna hang out with you while you're eating a heat bar because it's that gross. Yeah. yeah, nobody's gonna want to be around that man. <laughs> so yeah, so mine are Butterfinger BBs, and if they aren't made anymore, I'm gonna go just plain old Butterfingers. You know, because because there's so many bad like picks going out there right now. I I wrote this one down and I was nervous <laughs> to say because like I was like, yeah, I actually I hate Butterfingers. Um, I was nervous to say this one. I was gonna stick with the safe pick, but I was like, I don't want to be made fun of. But I mean, there's no way that this one's worse <laughs> than any of the others that I, I think I've heard. But I'm gonna go with uh with my pick as the uh, popcorn ball. That- uh, <laughs> I love I love the classic popcorn ball. Like when you're <laughs> when uh you know everybody's like tossing that thing around and you know having fun with it. When in reality, I'm like, give me give me the popcorn are you ball. Me? Are you, this is a joke. Oh, popcorn, popcorn ball, ball is on your best candies. Are you okay? Okay, are you joking? I can't tell if you're actually joking. You're being a comedian. This is such a bad pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with this one. I'm gonna, this I'm is gonna, the last gonna, episode of Live Neon Five. That is the worst pick I've ever heard of any in my entire life that just, I worst my heart just stopped ever. i thought I'm my gonna, heart just i thought my life just ended because that was such a bad pick i'm i'm living and dying with the popcorn ball here i think Hopefully again it's not a transition candy a bad pick it's 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 a it's a you moved on from the chocolate again it's not a transition because you still enjoy it there's like those those some salt in there somewhere where you're like oh i got in your dentures old man yeah, the, hey, no, 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 the, the, no, are you kidding me? No, this is, a, that's still a millennial candy. Like, the old guy's just eating the regular popcorn. Uh, the popcorn ball started when we were kids, and it's a classic, and I know my brothers hated it, and I loved it. So I'm going popcorn ball, because I've heard some terrible picks, 
and I'm sticking with the popcorn <laughs> so you ball. Go with the theme, and, and so you said, so you heard our picks, and you're like, hold my beer, check out this terrible pick. <laughs> you think those like, this is the bad? worst? You said it can't be worse, but it is definitely at least ours are candy. Yours is I'm popcorn. Going with the popcorn ball. <laughs> I'm going with the popcorn. I feel like someone just beat the shit out of me. That's how bad I feel. Ah, <laughs> oh, you make me wanna puke. Hold my beer, popcorn ball. <laughs> Jake, what do you got? <laughs> uh, I, I'm gonna, honestly, I thought I had the easiest pick following Jake's bad pick, but I'm, I might as well have, have just said, hey, we don't have a seventh pick. Jake, what's number eight? That was basically as good of a pick. <laughs> that, it been, actually, I think it was more fun hearing that. But for my eighth, I'm going to leave it up to all of us and just say all the rare candies, like you don't get like fun dip, I'm saying. I'm talking about nerds ropes. Things you Nerds like ropes in- are so good. They are Things so are good. Things thrown in randomly in your Halloween bag, and you're like, holy shit, this is the mother love. You know, I'm not talking king-size candy bars. That's exciting in its own, but things okay, you also, just don't see all the time. King-size candy bars, I was thinking, yeah, it's cool, but you can't eat them on Halloween night because if you yeah, eat a whole king-size candy bar, you're done. You can't eat any more <laughs> candy. You're already full. Unless it's heat, then I can eat the whole thing, oh, you know? The only reason I would eat a king-size Heath bar on Halloween is if I ran out of room and I ate the rest of my candy, but I still want to eat more candy. So I would eat a Heath bar king-size just to throw up and then eat the rest of my candy. That's the only reason. The only the only other way Colton would have a Heath bar is if the rest of his bag was filled with popcorn balls. <laughs> I would rather be that kid in Charlie Brown that gets a rock every time than That's get Charlie a Brown. fucking popcorn ball. If I, I got a popcorn ball trick-or-treating or... If I was a if I was a dad and I saw a house give my son a popcorn ball, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna look at my like son in the eye, and be like, "Son, tell your mother to post bail because I'm gonna go beat the shit out of this old lady that just gave you a popcorn ball." I am 100% handing out popcorn balls this year. Popcorn balls and toothbrushes. Give me a toothbrush over a popcorn ball. I'd rather suck on a toothbrush all night than eat a popcorn ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that was a very informative MySpace top eight. I can't believe that just happened. Was that eight? Was it pretty good? That was eight, yeah. Wow. Do you guys have, <laughs> wow. I'm scared to ask. Do you guys have any honorable mentions? Yeah, uh, my my honorable mentions were um, Take Five. That's kind of a millennial, can- but I love, love, I love pretzels. I love caramel. I love chocolate. That's probably one of my favorite candies out there, um, and I'm a Big, big baby Ruth and Payday guy. Um, oh, I love those. Those are so good. Those are my. Those are probably my favorite candies right now. But we're we're going Halloween candy, so obviously. Sam, you did a really good strategy of saving all the good candy for after, and then yeah. just, and then just taking a shit in your hand and presenting that during the show. Thank, thank you. You want to hear thank a couple you? more bad candies? I like. I love almond joys and mounds. So, uh, you know, I, I know those are very unpopular, but I'm a big coconut guy. So I will definitely eat those anytime. You guys should and, be, like, trialed by jury. <laughs> can we put the really can we, popular candies? Can we put the grades out there, please? Can we put this to Twitter or something? Like, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I think there's a lot more people out there that, that love the popcorn ball that aren't, aren't saying it right now. There's clearly, oh, yeah, why are they speaking up? But there's clearly a lot of people who like Heath and Almond Joys. I'm telling you right now, nobody likes an Almond Joy. Nobody likes an Almond Joy or Heath. That's terrible. I'm sorry. Okay. Colton, 
People oh, have to decide. Like... Please decide this for us. That's terrible. <laughs> I don't okay. like this. Right. I don't like. All right. What are the teams right now? Draft your team. Sam, go. Wait. What? What? Like are candies? Give me three candies. I'm gonna. I'm going to decide which one. Of, which one of you two is better? And Sam, throw Wait, your think... shitty popcorn ball in there. No, we we have. To, I think we have to stick with the 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 ones that we've chosen. So I All think right. Jake was what Starburst, Heath Bar, Jesus. And what's another? What's your last one? Well, my last one was like, uh, uh, let's go with Airhead because that was the first one I said. Air. Oh my god! Mine was Jake. I don't know if I like you right now. Reese's caramel apple sucker and popcorn ball. I'm serious. (laughs) Those three still beat whatever Jake has going right now. I'm sorry. All right, Um... that's better. You could you could sub that with your almond joy or whatever else you said. I I don't know. I don't know what Jake and my yeah, no. We're gonna do a relationship status. We're gonna do a, a Twitter poll, um, and we're gonna put all three of our teams out there. I only had two picks, so I'll just toss on one. Please, yeah. Let's see. I honestly did the math, so I, I didn't even come up like with a third one. Let's go. Ooh, is this cheating? But like, this is probably what I what I would have picked. Cookies and cream. So far, you have butterfingers and oh. Mike, Mike and Ike's butterfingers and what? Cookies and cream Hershey's. Oh. I'm writing them all down. I got them all down. We're gonna do a Twitter poll. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, I'm. I've never been more confident in my entire life. Yeah, you. Should, uh, I'm re-looking over some of these. You should be. You really should be. <laughs> you guys have the worst picks in the history of arguments. Not even like I stand history. by my picks because they're actually candy. But Sam has a fucking popcorn ball in his, so he can burn it out. Airhead. Airhead. <laughs> I mean. Your head is, and then your backup to that was, I want to go with the almond joy. Maybe I, I don't think words uh, see, I didn't come out your mouth anymore. And almond joy on my team because those are like niche candies. I, I I accept that, but they're good. And if you had one, I don't know about almond joy because some people just don't like coconut. But if you ate a Heath bar right now, you would like it. I if if you must like work at a Guaranteed. funeral home or something because that's the Guaranteed. first thing I'm thinking of when you ask like an old lady, hey, do you have any candy? She's got like. Weird Altoids that have been in her purse for ten years, and then she's got like a Heath or an Almond Almond Joy. Heath bars are so good. <laughs> I can't so believe that just happened. I honestly, uh, <laughs> I'm mentally exhausted hearing those awful, awful picks. But that is the MySpace top eight of Halloween candy. Um, Official guys, that may be the episode. I really, I don't know if my body can physically take me to go on much longer. So. Do you have anything else, or are we uh, moving on to final thoughts? No, actually, Sam. Thoughts. No, Sam. What's your pick for for, 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 for <laughs> uh, Hey, no joke. I I just pulled up the games. Um, uh. What's uh? I'm just gonna pick a random. Um, I I was actually if we went with my first pick, which I changed from last week, which is stupid. I think I would have got. And am I correct? I think I went the under on that Chargers. Um, Chargers what was Titans. it? Chargers. Charge Titans, that would have been right. So I just got to go with my gut here. Uh, what's the uh, what's the over on the Colts Raiders? Colts Raiders. Where are you at? Colts 49 Raiders. and a half. Give me the over on that. All right. Oh, I want the over. Perfect. Omari Cooper, no problem. Yeah, I want the over. I think this is a big week for, for Gruden to step up, and uh, Andrew Luck's going to throw it until his arm falls off, so he'll probably have 60-plus. Um, What's-his-face been throwing 300 yards plus a game, Derek Carr, so yeah, I'll take the over there. Okay, okay. 
Well, um, I'm gonna go. Jake, are you on? Are you on my bookie right now? Yeah. Is is it? Is it a uh, Redskins minus one against the Giants? Yeah. Yes, it is. All right, and that's it. mine. Redskins minus one. Let's go. Wow. Ah, uh, that. Should that's I asked about that one? It was, I, a it was a pick 'em earlier today, so that's surprising. Oh, but I actually wow. Packers at nine wow. and a half. So. All right. So so Jake points. has Packers plus nine and a half. I have Redskins minus one, and Sam's was what? The over? The over on the Colts River. Perfect. Well, guys, final thoughts on this very intense episode. It may be the last episode. We, we may have to break up. Yeah, that, I, I agree. Um, final thought, I think people are going to respect me um, after the Twitter poll goes out there. I think I'm going to gain a lot of respect, a lot of followers. Um, I'm probably going to throw in just the clip of the Derrick Rose cast so people, or Derrick Rose update so people can get a feel for that too. They'll probably love me even more. Um, final thing is I will say, if you guys haven't, I brought it up to you before, Haunting on Hill House or Hill House, whatever it is, probably one of the best shows on Netflix ever created. I just want to get that, all, all the hundreds of viewers or listeners, I'm sorry, um, that's the best show on Netflix right now. If you don't watch it, you're a fool. It's the best thing out there. It's the best scary movie I've ever seen. It's 10 installments of one hour scary movies. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen. That's my final thought. That was also my final thought because I've started watching it. I'm on episode five and I am hooked. It is so good. It's a, like a scary movie plot. It's it's great. It's about, you know, it's called Haunting at Hill House. So it's just a haunted house. It's great. It's exactly what you expect, but it's not cliched. It's not jump scary. It's not. Just scary. It does have jump scares sometimes, though, too. It's got a mix of both. It's great, and it's right around Halloween time. So It, does, it doesn't have the jump scares that make me angry. Like, shitty, scary movies will do jump scares, like the bird hitting the window or, like, someone closing a car door. Those piss me off, like, big time. Oh, yeah. this one is very natural. It's a, such a good show. So, watch it. Yep, yep. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> you dick. I suck. I do suck. Um... So, are you guys going to have a, a joint statement for your final thought? On yeah, I just kind of back off Sam's. Wow, right. we just we, we went together after that horrendous show of not being together. Oh, and, and the Heath people will back me. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, my final thought is happy birthday to me and Jake. We just we just both turned 24. Um, Sam didn't didn't remember our birthdays, but you know what? That's cool. Who's, who's, keeping, who's keeping track? But uh, whatever. <clears throat> <laughs> All right. Happy birthday. Thanks, man. Woo. Well, that's episode 63 of Life Name and Five Podcast. Thank you to Two Shots Sports Podcast Network. Thank you to 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Find us on SoundCloud. Find us on, on iTunes. Guys, we're basically everywhere that you can find podcasts. Everywhere. Um, it's couldn't be easier to listen to us. Yeah. So just do it. So just do it. Uh, don't forget to go to our. Ooh, uh, wait, 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 that could be a phrase, Colton. I like that. Just, just do it. it. All right. Well, oh, that's, like that. That's officially the slogan of Life Name Five. Uh, just do it. Just go to our Twitter at c o l t o n s t v i n c e n t. That's my Twitter at Colton St. Vincent. That's where the poll is going to be. This isn't even going to be a contest. It's going to be a bloodbath. I'm, I'm going to feel. I'm going to have to go to jail for life for murdering you two on this poll. <laughs> But that is the episode. Thank you for listening. I love you guys. Back the popcorn ball, people. You know you I hope there's old people on Twitter. <laughs> I love you. <laughs>
very skilled. Thanks. So yours. <laughs> <laughs>